TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Danny and Dusty. All right, my rock smashes your scissors. Oh, no, not these scissors, pal. This is a uh, special titanium steel alloy. Developed by NASA for the space program. These scissors that smashed you wrap to smithereens. No, 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 not this rack. This rack happens to be kryptonite. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. Hey, what's happening, Norm? Well, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. No! The Fan. Hour number three here on Danny and Dusty on a Wednesday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We love you. You can find us wherever you uh, listen to uh, the show across a multitude of platforms. Mm. Uh, terrestrial Radio, 1080 AM The Fan, uh, as well as across streaming on YouTube, youtube.com backslash 1080 AM The Fan, twitch.com backslash 1080 AM The Fan, across the Vancouver Ford text line. Basically, there's a lot of ways to get involved and talk there are. to us and with us. There's another way, though, Dusty. Mm-hmm. Coming up, mm-hmm. Tenny the Fan invites you to play in the first Fan Winter Golf Classic at X Golf Walton and X Golf Vancouver, Tuesday, February 27th. Sign your threesome up now. You can choose from either the 12 noon round or the 4 p.m. round at either X Golf location. If you choose the noon round out at Vancouver, you'll be out there with Dusty and I. If you choose yeah, yeah. the 4 o'clock round, you will be out there in Tualatin with. Uh, Isaac and Souk at the Tualatin location. Uh, the winning threesome will win a free foursome at this summer's 10th annual Fan Golf Classic. The last place threesome will also receive a free lesson at X Golf for, you know, not being good. See, that's uh That's win-win. That's or a win-win. Or win, well, well, no, lose-win? Lose-win. Lose-win. And okay. then a win-win if you win and then get into the Fan Golf Classic because then you can bring in another stick. Mm. Because it's a it's a force yeah. for the fan golf classic and you the can, winter fan golf classic and you can probably you know just tank, three tank some scores like we never have seen before that never <clears throat> that never happens there. Uh, there have been some there's been some no no, no suspicious mm, handicaps indeed some uh, suspicious handicaps for all your for your information regarding all of our contests go to tenity for more info to sign up for your threesome now that's gonna be a fun time I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Uh yeah, it'll be a great time. I, I mean, I, we're almost we, we, to February. Tomorrow is February. That seems like it's fast. It snuck up on us. Yeah. Well, well, well I guess when I'm out for three weeks. 
I was going to say, say, January went by I, really fast. I would say so. Yeah, that, that, I would uh, say so. God, that was, that was quick, Dusty. That was a quick month. It's <laughs> a quick month. Quick, quick, quick. quick I only worked month. like seven days. <laughs> I didn't clear that threshold this month. Dang, man. I, I oh, see. We, no, it's, uh, you got to seven. You got two, the, and then you got sick. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, no, I made it. You got seven on the dot. You're right. I got seven on the dot. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Setting the bar low enough to trip over. Yeah. Good God. That's that's Rob territory. Oh, man. Yeah, he's he's catching strays now. Uh, You know who's not catching strays any longer? (laughs) From you, he's catching strays. I know, right? Of all people. (laughs) Uh, The Seattle Seahawks. There was a lot of discussion, I think, over the last uh, 24 hours. Like, uh uh-oh, what are the Seahawks and the whole commies in Washington going to do? You know, there's some some coaching trees. We talked about it yesterday, but was it such a bad thing because it wasn't that the coach's pool had dried up, but perhaps that they were taking their time with the guy that they wanted to go with. And the Seattle Seahawks have since well, announced... that's how they're going to frame it. Well, that's the way they're going to frame it. But what's interesting here is that we thought maybe perhaps the reason they weren't going with some of the other coaches is because the, everybody that was left was essentially defensive. Yep. They go with the 36-year-old wonder kid study... Uh, and they get Mike McDonald. Old, it's not old McDonald, it's young McDonald. Young McDonald, man. Young McDonald is going to have a uh, a farm out there in Seattle. And it's what do you what do you, you need to apologize I'm, to the people I'm, for that? I'm not going to. <laughs> not going to. I refuse. Uh, it'd be better if he was taking over at Stanford. It would down on the farm. That'd be fantastic. Oh, God. Yeah. Old, it, it young McDonald down on the farm. Uh, but taking a look at, at the Seahawks hire here, we don't know what kind of what, what's going to flush out as far as the rest of the rest of the, of the coordinators. What do you think of the initial hire and the direction that the Seahawks are taking? Here? The dude is a wizard on the defensive side of the football, and you know it, whether they wanted Ben Johnson or not. I think the team that ultimately is striking out in all of this is the Washington Commanders because of the fact that they made it very clear that they didn't want Bill Belichick at the beginning. They apparently have not and will not interview Mike Vrabel for their head coaching job. They're just kind of That out. seems kind of weird, right? Yeah, it it is very weird. Apparently, the commanders, despite Dan Snyder being gone, just don't want to have nice things. Like a really good head coach who is a player's coach, who is really good X's and O's wise mm-hmm. on the defense side of the ball and squeezes the most out of his talent every single year and makes really good coordinator hires too. I mean, blood out of a stone would be the way I would put it. I don't, I don't understand why they would not want Mike Vrabel unless somebody in the organization has a extra grind grind and which that happens. But with Seattle, I think that they wanted to move on from Pete Carroll, but it wasn't to install this offensive identity. Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't, it. They were just at odds because they had a 72-year-old well, head coach who wanted to hire new coaching staff around him and say, hey, we can patchwork this thing together and keep it going. They're like, no. I mean, if we're going to do that, we're going to start clean as if we're a make, If we're going to make changes, we're going to make wholesale changes. So you quite literally go from the oldest coach in the NFL to the youngest coach in the half NFL. Half his age. And he is half, of it, half his age. And when you do that, you're getting a guy who has been bright, and regarded as one of the smartest football minds. And if you watch with the way the Baltimore Ravens play defense, mm-hmm. I mean, they got guys, they got linebackers setting picks like for defensive linemen, like they're playing basketball mm-hmm. on, on O linemen just to create rushing lanes for their defensive linemen. Like they are really stinking good in from scheme. And then it is not when you have a scheme that is so complex, like Mike McDonald's is, mm-hmm. 
it is the ability to coach it, teach it, and make it something that can can holistically be retained yes. by your players. He does a phenomenal job of that. This is a guy, his rise is very similar to Kenny Dillingham's, the Arizona State head coach. Mm-hmm. He was a high school football player. He was pretty good. He got hurt his senior year. He went to the University of Georgia, started coaching at uh, at his high school while he was at the University of Georgia, and then just kept kind of working his way up. And he went and coached at the high school after he graduated. Mark Rick brought him on staff. He then jumped, and he was like, he's been a Harbaugh guy. He's like a Harbaugh disciple. He's coached for both John and Jim Harbaugh at Michigan and Baltimore. He's he's a very bright guy. And for the questions of, like, can he be a leader of men like Ben Johnson, that was a legitimate question that people were saying, I don't know that about Ben Johnson. That is not the question at all with Mike McDonald. Seems to be the case more often than not when you're talking about the defensive guys. He is, by all accounts, the guy who is sharp as nails in this, like, leading up to becoming a head coach. It's been his path. Mm-hmm. It's been his path since high school. Like, and he is, when you say he's... Which like is, a, again, like Dillingham. A super smart guy. Like, he, he graduated from Georgia summa cum laude. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he is book it's not, smart. It's not just football smart. Football smart. He's smart smart. So, they're getting a guy who, between the years, he's got it all. But when you hire a defensive head coach, you have to nail the offensive coordinator hires. And the thing that I find really interesting and, and should be reassuring for Seahawk fans is that he is coming from that Harbaugh tree mm-hmm. where even the people that have been colossal failures at from the Harbaugh tree, Willie Taggart, they have made very good coordinator mm-hmm. hires. Like they, they, they have like, they've been, they, there's something about whatever the sauce is that Jack Harbaugh handed down to Jim and John mm-hmm. where they knock it out of the park at every turn with their coordinator hires. And that is something that you you should be like, all right, hey, hopefully that sauce has been has been learned up by Mike McDonald, even though he's 36 years old. And it translates um to the offensive side of the ball in Seattle. I don't know now you go Brady Henderson told Sprague yesterday when he came on the show that uh don't be surprised if one of the guys who interviewed for the head coaching job ends up getting a coordinator job. And so you sit there and you look at that. There weren't a whole heck of a lot of offensive names, mm-hmm. but that one guy that was um, getting a lot of steam, even for a, an interview, was Mike Kafka, mm-hmm. the New York Giants offensive coordinator, which if anybody watched the Giants offense, it wasn't something you want to replicate. New, no. But... Is is that going to be a name that maybe he jumps from a coordinator job and flips coasts? I don't know where he goes, but that's going to be the main hire right there is where do they go offensively? Because you need to get a guy who's going to maximize Geno Smith to the nth degree because they they found a way to do it with Dave Canales last year. The offense was not was not bad under Shane Waldron, but, but it wasn't what it was two years two ago. years ago. You need to have somebody who can get through. To and that was with Smith. the introduction of weapons and your offensive line coming together better. And there was some health stuff for sure. Their, oh, their offensive line was banged up this year. No doubt about yeah. it. No doubt about it. But I, on the surface, you, you, there were three guys left. And I think if they had their druthers, they got their number one because Vrabel was available. Belichick was never going to be an option. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they went and they got it was going to be a fight but for the commanders for Mike McDonald at mm-hmm. this point because once Ben Johnson turned them down you then kind of toss up your hands and you go I don't know uh, the commanders they're the one that's in trouble right now I don't know where they go with which this is, job which just kind of blows my mind that a guy like Vrabel is there and I I just I throw my hands up or Bill Belichick like uh, apparently there is like there's they, worse stop gaps. Apparently, there's interest. Like the New York Giants are keeping tabs on Bill Belichick mm-hmm. this this year because if things go sideways with Dayball, mm-hmm. like they'll go out and yeah. they'll hire Bill, even though he'll be even a year older next mm-hmm. year and maybe out of the game for a, a full season. Mm-hmm. Like there's teams that are gauging the interest of Bill Belichick, but well, yet currently the commanders are like, no, Not, we're good without Vrabel. Yeah. We're good without Belichick. Whatever. An organization that has lacked any semblance of stability Damn. and you could go get either of those coaches that would give you that. Yeah. Ah. I just, again, like I throw my hands up. Uh, speaking of stability, there appears that there might be some stability. One, uh, one thing about McDonald too, Ooh. the Seahawks are giving him a long runway. Six year Six deal. Six year, yeah. Six year deal according to Tom Policero of the NFL Network. Fully like, guaranteed. That, yeah, yeah. All those coaches deals are, baby. That's, that's the best thing about being a coach. That's, that's, that's pretty tasty. But they're get, they're giving him a six-year deal, so he's going to have a runway, and they're going to give him a big ramp to to get this thing off the ground. It's going to be pretty interesting. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of long runways, we've, we've long looked at the possible addition of Major League Baseball to Portland. Yesterday, uh, news coming out that the Portland Diamond Project is, uh, is set to make a sizable investment in the Portland metro area for what would be the largest multi-venue sports complex uh, residency in the country. How much of it is real? What to expect of it? Where is it at? We'll get to that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, Tinny the Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Dude, I want to hit somebody over the head with a two by four right now. Pixel Jim Duggan. That was Dusty, not me. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Listen to this. 
You want to talk about music that did not fit the person at all? Like I, I, I don't know. I think the era just like fit the music. Southern rock seemed to be like, that would be Hacksaw Jim Duggan. But no, here we are. He's just rocking, dude. I feel like it all kind of sounded the same. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of the... Yeah. A lot of synthesizer. Yeah, somebody who... Uh, Somebody who owned a synthesizer made a lot of money off of. Oh no! That, yeah, no. That was that was the the way to go. They're probably off of a little fifty nine dollar Casio. Oh. The investment paid out very quickly. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh man! Oh, uh, if you missed any part of today's show, Reiner, you can get us wherever you get your podcasts across all the podcast platforms. And they're brought to you by Service Patriots. Service, Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Hey, hmm. you should go listen to it if you missed our first hour. Because we, we literally had, had a whole hour. Yeah, we had Ben Golliver, uh, Washington Post in mm-hmm. studio. He was awesome. He was awesome. I know that people in the YouTube comments were very upset because they couldn't see his beautiful head of hair. He has a great head of hair. He does. Like, I can't believe he didn't want to let his hair, like, grow for so long. And the funny thing is, that is the same Gosh. haircut that Ben had in high school. Looks great. It has not changed. It looks great not on Not one bit. But it was really good stuff on Dame, the Blazers, Scoot, Future, all of it. Really good stuff. No, it was. Uh, and uh, He's that, like a wind-up toy. That's, it's one of my favorite things about having been here on the podcast, whatever. You just give him a question, just whoop, he goes. Yeah. Not, you don't have to pull stuff out of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. And he signed my book, too. He did sign. You signed your, you signed your bubble balls. Yeah, you know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what to do with that. It's the name of his book, though, yeah. Bubble Ball. Yeah. And it's really, it is really good. It, it is. It is. It's a really good book. It, we, it takes you behind the scenes to what that was like. Yeah. And we talked to him off Hell. air about about this. I don't think he'll mind me sharing this, but he he was locked in isolation pre-clearance you know clearance <laughs> to get into the bubble, and he almost lost it. Oh, yeah. He, tweet, he, tweeted, he tweeted his way yeah, through it. It was, it was rough. Like it, I yeah, I can't imagine because they kept you in there for days. He, he walked in a hotel room. He got eighteen thousand steps, walking back and forth, eight feet. That's crazy, man. Like that's that's like you're you're reaching like a Count of Monte Cristo, like. Man in the Iron Mask type Dude, stuff. They have to replace the carpet in that room afterward. He was at Disney World, but that is like a day at Disney World. It's eighteen thousand yeah, steps in a room, <laughs> and it wasn't a big room. And for those that don't like, you can't might not be able to tell on YouTube. Yeah. Ben's very tall. He's a tall man. He's like six five, six six. Like yeah. he's tall too. Apparently, he, he couldn't yeah, I was even not be expecting seen. That. Yeah, like, really? Had you not met yeah. Ben before? I've never met Ben. Oh before. yeah, no, he's a tall guy. And he kind of it's kind of funny because he he slouches forward a little bit. Yeah, you see him kind of stand up, and you're like. Oh no, you're a really you're a big tall dude. gentleman. Yeah, hmm. great guy. Uh, speaking of, of, yeah, absolutely, Ben is the best. Uh, speaking of tall gentlemen uh, hmm. who uh, around sports, baseball, like that professional segue. No, I have no idea how that is. <laughs> uh, Randy Johnson, there you go. He played baseball. He was tall, tall gentleman. Yeah. Richie Sexton, tall, played baseball. Randy Johnson, Ken Griffey Jr., both photographers. Uh, John Candelaria, hmm. tall, tall, tall. Yeah. We're just gonna name tall dudes. Aaron Judge, this. tall, very tall. tall, very tall. Jose Altuve, not, not tall, not tall, not, not tall. tall, small. Jorge Polanco, 
Correct. Small. Mariner, not tall. Small. Okay. Uh, but speaking of baseball, mm. the Portland Diamond Project uh, has released a, a plan or a statement. Uh, in, uh, ongoing negotiations is that they are looking to purchase the 164-acre golf course across from mm. Washington Square, otherwise mm. known as Red Tail, previously mm. Progress Downs, mm -hmm. uh, right smack dab in the middle of Beaverton Tiger on the 217 Hall Allen Shoals Ferry Hellscape. Boy. For $50 million. Yeah, this is... This is great progress, and for everybody that said the Portland Diamond Project is dead and all that, they've been working behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like they, they truly have been. Um, and that is not a that that's not a lie. This isn't some sort of grift. It's it, they were gaining serious momentum before COVID hit, mm -hmm. and then yeah, hell, Major League Baseball was there. They were in route to Portland the day after the World Series got over, and then there was a shooting at the protests in downtown Portland. You had COVID, you had the homelessness. They, had... Well, no, it, it was that shooting. They were like, yeah. yeah, things may be a little too hot for us to be coming right now, yeah. right? Like, that was and that, the that report poured, that was out there, water right? water on it, pretty heavy. And then the pandemic, the, the length that it happened, mm -hmm. and then baseball went from, hey, we're in a great spot in expansion and trying to get to team stadiums. Hey, we we got all this momentum, track. and then that goes okay. We need to pull way back. Yeah. In all expansion, just got put on the back burner. We're getting to a place again now. You have the A's have figured out their stadium situation. Kind of. The Rays have figured out their stadium situation, and you're you're getting to a point where all right, is expansion going to be something that is in the cards for Major League Baseball? And you just got to position yourself to be in the best spot possible. Mm -hmm. They've been doing that legwork, right? It, does it come to fruition? I, who the hell knows? But this is exciting to me. And I, I don't... Like, there are so many people that are so negative about everything about it. The, the negativity that I have about it is that there is not... They have bad traffic there now. It is... <laughs> You're going to try to get 50,000 people in and out of there? Yeah, and it, it is a hellscape for traffic. And they're currently redoing 217... Like, I need to tell everybody this. They're currently redoing a throughfare at 217, when in reality, you would need to redesign the entire transportation yeah. ring around this area. <clears throat> like... Full disclosure, my in-laws live on the backside of this property. I'm very well aware of what, what this is going Hello, to do. Hello, Danny's inheritance. Yeah, it's going to be something if that actually ends up happening. That's for sure. But the, they're, the, they're, they're stuffed in there yeah. already. Now, maybe you can do some things to alleviate some things to get away from the streets, so to speak, because, again, it is 164 acres. But what they're talking about doing is building a complex very similar to what you saw down in Atlanta, but even bigger. Yeah, this would be the biggest one in Major League Baseball. Yes. Like, the the downtown locations was all about, it was very small, and you'd have postage stamps, and they'd be... Very small areas, whether it's Lloyd Center or down on the river, those were all going to be very small. This would be the biggest area where you could put that in entertainment district. And look, I, I understand the people are like apprehensive and they, they are saying, we've seen this before. We heard this before. We're not going to believe it. I understand that. I understand that. But I am never going to knock a group of people that are trying to bring something that is like they're trying to put like this is like a two billion dollar project yeah. of and it's mostly private money. Mm -hmm. It's actually 
all private, $2 billion privately Because the funded. city is not going to give a dime. No, and they know that. Yeah. They know that. Will there be some infrastructure stuff that the, the city probably needs some, to do anyway? Some tape is cleared away? Yeah. But th- there's not going to be some levy or some bond or some 30% fundraising effort. No, it's going to be not, somebody with dumb money coming in and footing yeah, most of the bill. They're not trying to hold it over our heads no. like most this is an ownership groups yeah. do, right? And say, well, you know, we want the city to pay for it. It's not going to happen. No, that's not the way that this is going. So if there's people that want to do that, mm-hmm. I will say more power to you because I would love to have Major League Baseball. Absolutely, in I think everybody that is is negative about it right now is they would love to have baseball here too. Yes, and we're just tired of hearing the yeah. Here we go again. In spun up in, for it, dude. I get it. Yep, but some of the vitriol that that it's coming out about the Portland Diamond Project. It's like, why are you upset? <laughs> because you got excited you know, seven years ago and it, it didn't come to fruition. Well, there's a lot of things that happen, but in that seven years, mm-hmm. this is, even if it is a slow play, I love it. The location, I, in theory, I, I absolutely love it. Anything on the West side that's close to where I live. Mm-hmm. Hells yeah. Sign me up. It will deter me from ever driving down two seventeen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would love you can come. You can come Airbnb at my place, dude. I think a couple different things. One, I think a lot of the people that are so angry about the location just don't like that it's not a centrally located location, like that in it's, downtown that it's on the west side. Yeah, I know? would argue that being on the west side is more centrally located. But right, well, but you'll have a lot of your east siders being like, "Oh, I don't want to go all the way to Beaverton." <laughs> anyway, then drive to Seattle, right? Exactly. <laughs> And then, uh, as far as the traffic goes, yes, traffic would be a nightmare right there, as it already yeah. is a lot of the time. Anyway, the only place that it's, in the in, in the in the metro area that they could put something like this and actually have it work is off of I five in the Tualatin Wilsonville area. Well, like if you're talking about land usage and having the ability to expand right. roads around it, like that's the o- that's literally the only place you or can Delta physically park. park. Yeah, and yeah. So my it has point, to be to the to an extreme. And my yeah. point was that a lot of the other centrally located ones, like people wanted, you know, next to Moda or mm-hmm. uh, or uh, current yeah. Lloyd Center, traffic's already a nightmare around there. Yeah, yeah. The how are things too. going on 84 about now? Right, exactly. <laughs> people bitch about 217. Yeah. 84 sucks all the time yes. too. So. The, the, the suck factor is going to be high Fact. no matter what as it pertains to that. But just to kind of get to pure scaling, how big do you think the land lot is for the Moda Center Entertainment District? Like all of, not Moda Building. The, Boy, that is a very loose term entertainment district. But that's what, it's, it's what, what it is zoned as. 20 what, acres? You're not far off. It's 30. 30? Yeah. So you have more than five times that footprint yeah. of what they're trying to put in there. That's to, awesome. To give an idea of what they're trying to do or hope to accomplish. Well, and you know, one of the things that is going to make that traffic worse is that housing is part of this, too. You oh, yeah. Know, no, so they're going to bring people in. No, I mean, not only that, but literally across the street, Jeff, where you Whitford Middle School and you've mm-hmm. got the, uh, this is the middle of a neighborhood. Yes. For, for those that are, are not I think familiar those neighbors with... do have a gripe. Like, I, that would be yeah. like, th- those are the people that, rightfully are upset because that's a lot of traffic that's coming in but it's something kick ass that's going to be right next to you guess what you're going to get a pretty punny yeah it's going to drive the value of that housing area through the roof Uh, the the location is brutal if you live on the east side Mm -hmm. it is not easily accessible right now but this thing is like guys we're on the 
five yard line yeah, going out. out. <laughs> we're we're not on the five yard line going yeah. in. Yeah, this is this is still got a long ways to go, but I would say I at least welcome the idea of this. If this, even if it's a five percent chance of this happening, selfishly for you and I, for any of us in this industry, having another professional team Dude. in this market would be incredible for us. I say this all the time, and I, I wholeheartedly believe it. Portland is not a bad sports town. Portland is a sports town that does not have sports. Yes. Right? Because you look at the fervor that the Portland Trailblazers in the passion that the Blazers fans have mm-hmm. for the, the team, the Timbers, the Thorns, hell, the Portland Winterhawks and the, the Hillsborough Thorns are the most Hawks. attended women's sports team in the world. Not in this country, not in this state, in this world. It is, when we have something that's at the highest level, in America, mm-hmm. we have the Blazers, the Timbers, the Thorns, mm-hmm. and people go. Yes. People go in droves. We have even these minor league teams like the Hops and the Winterhawks, Winter where they have passion. They have real, they have real draws. If it is Major League Baseball, there is no doubt in my mind, it will be Maniacal. a smashing success. Maniacal, and I'm here for it. I want it. I want to be alive when it happens yeah. because it is one of the coolest things to have a team that you can pull for. And I don't think it takes anything away from the Blazers. I don't think it takes anything away from Two the different Timbers seasons. I think that it is something that is nothing but good mm-hmm. for the city of Portland. And uh, look, the location, it's a tough one to convince a lot of people that, hey, this will be easy. It's one more thing accessible. that Beardson would have up too. That's Tiger. Is it? I don't know. Actually, I think the sign is literally at the golf course. So is I'm it not really? Sure. I'm not sure what side it falls on. <laughs> I have no idea. So, you know. But hey, it would be it would be awesome. No, I, again, I'm all for it. I, I know I I, I I grumpy meringue plenty of things. I would be all for this. No doubt. Uh, another thing that I'm uh, that not not on my myself, but all of us are all for the return of Damian Lamont, Ollie Lillard Sr. We will talk about his return coming up here next. But first, here's the big Kahuna of the Sports Center update. You mind if I? Have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down. You signed your bubble balls. What a rush! This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Turning on your radio right now for that. If you just sat down in the car... That was not your uh, throttle body going out. No, I thought that was Jeff Rust. Uh, actually, that was that was the leftovers. That's Road Warriors. That's hawking animal. Yeah, bro. I can't claim those pipes. It did sound like you. Try it. What a rush! Pretty it's good. It's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was you, dude. You gotta you, change it to what a rust. You're <laughs> got emphasis on that T. <laughs> That's 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 a that's a song that plays when you walk into your dispensary. There we go. Oh, <laughs> sure. The Rust Five Hundred Three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, it's fitting here on a Wrestling Wednesday. The first of of what I can only say many is uh, one of wrestling's biggest mm. fans. Damian Lillard makes his return to the City of Roses, where he started his career ten illustrious years, uh, and it's gonna it's gonna be a moment. And I I, I don't like talking about the magnitude of regular season games in a season of 82. But this is one of the truly special occasions because 
of what he did here yeah. in that decade and what it's going to mean to not only him, but to this fan base. When you look at this this game coming up here, Dusty, in uh, four hours, a little bit, four four hours and twenty minutes, what is going to be your first thought when they go to that tight shot from mm. underneath Dame's chin and you see that tear well up in the corner of his eye? It uh, like honestly, when you said that, the first thing is the Rockets shot. Mm. Like that, that is just going to be like that. That's it right there. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, there have been a lot of moments that you, when you think of Dame in Portland and what he meant to the Blazers and then what he meant to the city, like this is the thing is that there are so many things that Damian Lillard did in Portland that people just don't know about because he didn't always want the cameras there. No. He the mentorship that he had with the students that we all knew about, right? Mm -hmm. That went way further than just him showing up at a school once mm -hmm. a month or you know once a quarter. He like gave those kids his number, and they were mm -hmm. able to contact him if they needed anything. Or the hundreds of trips he has taken to OHSU. Yeah, and or just driving through North Portland with a U-Haul full of shoes and Regularly, dropping them and off, just at, giving them off to kids yeah. who need them. Yeah, just saying, here, go. And that, that, those are things without cameras, and those mm -hmm. are things that he didn't want said out loud because that wasn't, wasn't part of it. Is. No, it like, was the acts of service stuff. He became a fabric of the community, mm -hmm. and that is special. Yeah. That's special in any era, but it's especially different now. Mm -hmm. And th that's it, it, it. He was a throwback to what Jerome was what yeah. terry was terry duck buck what those guys yeah. who Community. made themselves part of portland and part of the surrounding area and that that is special which is and, why those guys even though they weren't the players that yeah. clyde and dame were which is why they were so endeared yeah. because you could go out to the pier in oregon city and on the edge of that pier would be big old duck mm -hmm. sitting out there with his lunch pail and a sandwich fishing yeah, yeah. That will be, and it will be very emotional for him, obviously. It's going to be very emotional for a lot of the players. Like, I mean, shoot, Anthony Simons. It's going to hit Ant like a be, dump truck. I think he's going to be a mess, yeah. too, at the beginning of that thing. All this is going to go out the door, though, when that ball goes up in the air and the Bucks are needing a win. I, I, I asked it on Twitter, when does Dane pull from the logo? I think he's going to do sure. I think he's going to pull right away. I think a wink and a nod to the crowd. I think that let it go. That's what I said. It would be the perfect. It, it would be it. Like it, that's what it, it should be. It would be like it would be a, it, not an olive branch, but it, it's 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 a wink and a nod and the acknowledgement yeah. of, and he can miss it by twenty feet or he could absolutely cash it and the result's going to be the same. You know what's going to happen is the crowd's going to get that wry smile and that smirk and Dame's going to look up in the crowd and he's a, he's going to shoot a look to Anthony Simons, and everybody's going to know. And then I, it's almost like then you can play. I'm telling you right now that MFR ain't missing. But you, but he's not gonna miss that shot. No. He takes that shot. He's gonna it's make gonna, that remember, shot. It was the Oklahoma City series. That dude, he pulled right off the bat and canned it. That dude is not going to miss that shot. If he, if that is the shot that he take, he won't miss it. It's either that or he's gonna throw it into the third row because he's all <laughs> jacked, jacked up. Yeah, but I'm, I'm very. I very much believe that there will be an exhale. Yep. 
after that shot. Yeah. Like now we can play basketball. Yeah. And maybe that's best. Maybe it's that's best. I I am really looking forward to uh, for those that are that are not aware. There is going to be a very, a specific time for Damian Lillard solely to address the media. We will be there uh, before the game, four forty five. Um, you'll start seeing the stuff. The video probably roll out of that immediately. Um, but they have a separate uh, spot for him before coach's availability, uh, where he will address all the the local media. I'll be there. I'll, I'll pretty be, awesome. Yeah, and uh, it's. What's going to come out of that discussion? I don't think is going to be earth shattering or groundbreaking, but you're going to start to see the emotions. Yeah, and that'll be the the build to this tonight. And I just, I'm really, I really want to, for me personally, I really want to be in the moment and document the process. Yeah, because much like the trade itself, when I wrote that five thousand piece kind of documentary over the entire summer, I I want to these things don't happen very often. No, and I, and I kind of want to just see the entire process more than anything because it's moments like these that I think that we we lose track of in sports that they don't impact records or legacies mm-hmm. or anything like that, but they end up meaning so much more. Yeah, they they do. They mean a ton. They mean a ton, and it'll be it'll be cool to see. It'll be cool to see him uh, back in Moda. It'll be cool to see him going up against Ant. It'll be cool to see him and Scoot on the floor at the same time, uh, even though that thought may change after we see what it looks like when he and Scoot are on the floor at the same time. <laughs> if the, I've had people ask if, if there's any any like, any like relationship, like animosity or angst between those two guys. There's none. 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 The Dame, Dame holds no ill will, and Scoot holds no ill will towards Dame. I've talked to both those guys about that stuff, and, and there's... I've seen some weird stuff pop up here or there across social media and stuff like that. And it's like, there's zero truth to any of that kind of thing. No. Why, like, why would a guy be upset, one, knowing the business of basketball mm-hmm. and being like, you demanded the Blazers drafted you. Yeah. <laughs> and how it worked. And yeah. he knows that. So, they both know it. Yeah. So the, the, there's there's nothing to that. Uh, it, it, again, if you if you come by the game tonight and you see me, come say hi. Bye. by I'd love to get your stories. Your, he'll be the thoughts. guy. He'll be the guy crying. Yeah, I will be. Like, yeah, I, I full. Yeah. I, I will cry. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, I, I am fully good. I'm glad we got to this oh, yeah. point after three hours instead of you. You said there will be a thug tear. No, it'll. I think it's going to be. Oh no! Like in, in the media row, it'll, it'll, I'll, I'll have it together by then. <laughs> I'll have it together by then. But underneath <laughs> in, in the tunnel, it, it, it'll it, it'll be tough. It, it'll be tough for sure. It's fun. All right, we'll wrap up today's show uh, talking a little bit of college basketball and just. What kind of state it is in? No, we're not. We're going to talk Dame again. Are you kidding? Uh, yeah, yeah, you go. yeah come on. We're going to wrap it up with Dame. Uh, Danny and Dusty, Danny the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. It's a weird day to be this involved in regular season basketball, but here we are. I hated Rick Rude. I just got to get that out of the way. Yeah, uh, I think everybody did. Yeah. I think that was the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rick Rude. Ravishing yeah. Rick Rude. Yeah. Like, nah. Like, it was a heel created in a lab. Don't do that to me. Maybe they went too <laughs> far with it. They did. You know? Yeah, ravishing Rick Rude. No, not my jam. Like, there's heels I like, though. I mean, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, loved him. Yeah, yeah. All right, I just wanted to get that out of the oh, way. Okay. Sorry. 
No, that's fine. I just hate Rick Rude. This sounds like um, the closing credits of Saturday Night Live. It, it kind of does. It is very, it's like 70s, early 80s sitcom-y. Yeah. It's very horny. Horns. You know, like the instruments. Like the basketball set. Oh, I know what you were saying. I just wanted a clean drop. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right. Uh, predictions for tonight. Ooh. Uh, Does Dame go nuts? Okay, well, hold on. First prediction mm-hmm. is Mark Mason says wearing the letter O. I think he does the full thing. I think, I think he, he does goes the, the, full, the, the, the full money. And I hope it is, you know how he does the 34 from Greece, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then the full crescendo build for Dave. Yeah, and then it'll be, and where, and I, yeah. hope it, I hope it happens, and I think it happens. I, 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 I am First 100% there with you. Mark Mason goes all in. Second prediction, he pulls the trigger, logo, first shot, mm-hmm. and then I don't think he really goes off off. I don't think it's a forty burger. I think I, I said last night was Sprague. I think he has a rough night. I think it's going to be tough. I, I, think, I think he has it's a rough gonna night. Going to be tough. Yeah, and then the Bucks run all over the Blazers. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's they, how they it goes. Still, the the seven foot. 280-pound Greek guy, they don't have yeah. an answer for him. Yeah, still. no, he's going to be okay. So, he's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, because Dame has always conquered the odds, if he had 40. Yeah. But I don't think he has an in-between game. I think he either has a, a bad night or an obscene night. Yeah. And Jody, I think, is going to be there. I, I would imagine everyone is there. Yeah. Neil O'Shea? Well, not him. Oh. Uh, but of the current... Uh, ownership. You think, you think Terry Stotts is there? He's got a connection to both teams. Terry just you know sitting you know on the. I would love <laughs> he might to show up. Now that I would gone. love to see. No, no I would Terry. love to see Terry in the stand sipping a beer. Yeah, like the giving Timbers. a nod. Yes, giving near, a nod to Doc and Dame near near the tunnel of the visitors' tunnel, mm-hmm. just sitting kind of in the corner, just, just sipping, sipping his beer. beer. Yeah, I hope he's there. Well, as I understand it, Terry Bears is, is off chilling and relaxing right now. So damn, unfortunately, uh, not there, but. I, I think everybody will be there. Jody, Joe, Bert, Dwayne, everyone will be there front and yeah. center because this is a big deal. Yeah, I do too. And it's good text. If Mark Mason doesn't do it, it's because he was told not to. I, I believe that Vancouver Ford text right there. I think that that is like, it would be somebody going, hey. Mark solicited it yesterday on Twitter. Yeah. So I would imagine that they, he probably has the go ahead. Yeah, he so, should do it. We'll see it. He should do it. He should be fun. All right. Uh, that does it for us today. It was a journey, man. The Go check out the Service Patriots podcast. Mm-hmm. It, 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 we had Ben Golliver in for an hour. It was awesome. Um, he was fantastic. We talked to Blazers, Dane. Uh, we got through all of it. It was it was good times. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do it again. Yeah, and we'll probably talk about what happened tonight. If you see Danny crying, take a picture. Yep. Uh, post it. We'll all retweet it. Indeed. Um, but if you do see him, say hi. All right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Up next, four hours of power. Their mouths to your ears. It's prime time with Isaac and Sook. Mm, bye. You signed your bubble balls. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.